Welcome back to Too Long Did Read It, everyone's favorite exploration uncovering. I gotta go under that manhole and see what the heck is going on of Reddit. Manhole. I've said that before. <laughs> I've been under a manhole to see what's going on. You know what I mean? In a sexual sense? No. I meant on the ground. Two people are making weird sex jokes and you're alone. Yeah, welcome to my daily life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of sex. (laughs) Why did you say it like that? Sex. She said it like she's never know. heard of it before. Yeah. Like, what like, is um, that? A five-year-old. <laughs> Boobs. I feel like sand. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought we could dive into one by um, relationship advice, the subreddit, one of our favorites. Okay. Here's a question about this show. Yeah. Should I be more concerned about finding new subreddits with potentially less interesting content or returning to old subreddits we've covered before that have juicier posts. I say a mix of both. Oh, ask the audience. Yeah, we'll run a poll on the Patreon. If you want to participate, go to patreon.com slash justbetweenus and there will be a poll out to ask your thoughts. That's a great idea. Wow. Incredible. We're great at marketing. Okay, so this one says (laughs) my wife, 28 female, Decides not to wear the ring I, 28 male, got her. Uh Uh-oh. I know. My wife and I have been together for 13 years total. Her wedding ring is moderately flashy, but nothing amazing. Her childhood friend gifted her a pretty flash ring for her birthday. I don't know what a flash ring is. Do you? Flashy. Maybe a pretty flashy ring. Oh, got it. I thought it was awesome, but she wears it instead of mine. Not on her ring finger, but on her other fingers. I asked why she does that, and she claims she doesn't want to lose it or forgets to put it back on after taking it off to do housework or work from home. This weekend, we were invited to an anniversary party. We were all ready and noticed she was wearing her friend's ring and not her wedding ring, so I asked if she was going to put it on. She says no, that she was okay without it and hurried out the door. I asked why she wasn't going to wear it. She claimed it didn't match with her outfit. It didn't sit right with me, so I asked if she liked her friend's ring better than the ring I bought her. She said no, and to drop it. I said no, I want to know why you decide to wear her ring and not the one I gave you on her wedding day. She didn't say anything, but told me I sure know how to ruin a night. She was upset pretty much the whole time. I just want to know why she decides not to wear my ring. Any advice or ideas? Well, she's probably married to her friend at this point. That's what I was going to say. She's either in love with her friend or she just hates her ring. Or it could she be both. And both. Or she also thinks that the flash ring looks more expensive and she wants to wear the more expensive looking ring. That the friend ring is more expensive? Yeah. Or it just looks more expensive. It doesn't necessarily have to be more expensive, but it looks more expensive than their wedding ring. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I also really don't like, unless the OP is like telling us the story incorrectly that like her reaction is to like get mad at him for asking exactly that feels like a real deflector not nice move to do to your partner i was gonna say that's what makes me lean more towards might be in love with the friend (laughs) yeah if you're in love with your friend uh, and it would have to be that she's not aware of it yet or something because you would do a much better job of hiding it if you were having some sort of active affair 
or if you were like actually in love with them and knew it, wouldn't you kind of try to hide it more instead of wearing a big flashy ring that they got you? <laughs> and I think I, it's kind of, have y'all ever bought friends rings? No. no. That's odd. Well, no. <laughs> Wait, Allison, you got me a ring one time. Did it have a skull on it? No, it was a cat. Oh, it was a cat. Oh, was it cool? Yes. And I posted a picture of it on Instagram and said that you got it for me and it caused a little bit of a stir. Why did I do that? That sounds so nice. I think it was part of like a birthday present. Wow. So I guess yeah. you do get your friends okay. And the first ever, <laughs> the first thing I ever got you as a birthday present, well, I went to your birthday party at Cat on Vine or like, do you remember that? Hound and Dog. What was that place called? Lion and the Hound. Cat and Fiddle. Cat and the Fiddle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was your first ever birthday party I went to, and I got you a bracelet. Really? I yeah. wish I remembered my life. Okay, <laughs> friendship bracelets are a thing, but... <laughs> yeah. And I can understand, like, a character ring, like a cat, but this ring seems like it is in place of her wedding ring. Yeah. Except she's not wearing it on her ring finger, so that's even weirder. Like, why can't she just wear both? And how's it not matching? Like, it's your wedding it's ring. ring. Yeah. Also, normally for a wedding ring, that's something you pick out together. Like an engagement ring is often where someone can really surprise you. But most couples, I feel like, pick out their wedding rings together. I think it depends on where they are. Oh, really? Yeah. Because like certain parts of the South, it's like everything's a surprise. Um, mm. And they've also been together since they were 15. Is my math yeah. correct on that? Yeah. yeah. I would yeah. leave her not because of the ring issue, but because of how she reacts when you ask her a question. Yeah, the communication seems to be bad. So someone, the top comment on this post is obviously, am I the only one who wants to see this <laughs> ring? <laughs> the ring is like just two women making out. <laughs> <laughs> I think they mean the wedding ring. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because it's just like covered in black and it's like ugly as fuck. Yeah, maybe it's just so ugly. Okay, there was a similar story as OP's, but an engagement ring. He showed the ring, and it was this gaudy pink ring that looked like costume jewelry. It was so ugly. Yeah, so maybe it's really ugly. Yeah, but then she's lying about it. Because, but, like, I would lie about it, too. You have to lie about that. Really? You have to lie about know. it? I don't know. I, um, I mean, if you hate it to the point where you won't even wear it, and then it's, like, causing issues in your relationship, then no. But, like... I think there are probably plenty of people out there who have gotten rings and engagement rings that they're not, like, huge fans of that they mm -hmm. pretend that they like. Yeah. But I picked out my own, so that really helped. But then okay. he gets all the credit. Everyone's like, ooh, great taste. Really? It's my, it's my taste. I picked it. Hi everyone, Allison here. Anyone who knows me well knows that I love to read. I am always looking for new books and that is why I'm so excited that this episode is sponsored by Book of the Month. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. It was so fun for me to get to pick which book I wanted to read this month and have it shipped right to my door. Book of the Month makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you can't go wrong. Every aspect of the Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. They have a highly anticipated release at the beginning of each month. Books are delivered in this really adorable bright blue box, and there's a fun app to help you pick your book and track your reading process. 
They also offer great values on new release hardcover fiction. It's much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free. And with a loyalty program, you get rewards and even lower prices the longer you stay as a member. My first book from Book of the Month was The Husbands by Holly Gramazio. I am tearing through this book. It is so fun. It's basically about this woman who one day comes home and there's a husband in her apartment. And she's like, where did you come from? And then she figures out that every time her new husband husband goes into the attic, a new husband comes out and she's, she's like shuffling through all these different husbands from the attic, trying to figure out which one is the best. It is right up my alley and I love it so much. So if you want to take part in book of the month and have a brand new book shipped right to your door every single month, go to bookofthemonth.com and get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That's $5 off with code PEDALS. I cannot recommend this enough. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you all about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. Right before I found out about this project, my mom made an offhand comment about wanting to write a memoir because she had such a wild childhood and there are all these things she's never really talked to us about. But asking someone to sit down and write a memoir is kind of daunting. So then I got her mylifeinabook.com and now she's getting prompts to answer on a weekly basis and it's a lot easier than just undertaking an entire memoir. I'm so excited to see what my mom does with mylifeinabook.com because she's someone who doesn't always feel comfortable just sharing about herself, but having these prompts and knowing that I really want to hear her answers is going to inspire her to probably share more with me about her life and her upbringing than I've ever been shared with before. So I'm so excited for that. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code just between us at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code just between us for 10% off today. I think now we can kind of seamlessly transition into my next post, which is from the subreddit entitled Friendship. Mm. Isn't that nice? And then it's just a post that's like, I got my secret girlfriend a ring. <laughs> I got my friend a ring and I hope she falls in love with me. Exactly. <laughs> and it's working. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this post is entitled People are truly weird. True. A lot of the times I see posts of people saying they just wish they had someone to talk to or they wish someone would be their friend. And oftentimes I message said person and let them know I'm down to chat if they please and they never fucking reply. Like why make it seem like such a sob story in the first place if your intention was to ignore the people who actually respond? 
boggles my mind. Anybody have views on this? This is where we figure out that this person has an absolutely atrocious personality. Yeah, but just in that initial message. Their initial message is, is like, hey, have you ever wanted to fuck on a pile of frogs or something so off-putting? And then the other person just like doesn't reply. And then this guy's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers. I I think that you should come into it like, not like, hey, I'm here if you need something. It should be like, hi. I'm blah, blah, blah. It can be like your username or whatever. I saw that you needed someone to talk to. I can relate to this in this way or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just some way that it's like not just I'm here to listen. Like that's it's a little too much. You got it. So you're blaming OP and that their message was the problem. It might be. Wow. Or sometimes people just get on the Internet and just talk and then ranting is all they need. And it's actually mm. better in real life. Like they get on the internet and they're like, I need somebody to talk to. And they rant, rant, rant. And that's really all they need. And mm. they don't actually have to talk to somebody. Oh, that's so interesting. I saw this very funny TikTok or, or I didn't, I mean, I didn't watch all of it, but there's this TikTok going around <laughs> of this woman complaining about how a matchmaker rejected her. Oh. And it's like, Right. And it's like three minutes of her like shitting on this matchmaker and like and like explaining her personality. And then other matchmakers are like, yeah, you seem like horrible. To work yes. With. Everybody's saying like, <laughs> you seem very annoying. You seem extremely annoying. I don't want to work with you. I don't know who would want to date you. Can you imagine the lack of self-awareness like going and just being like, yeah, they're the problem and not sitting back and thinking, now, what am I doing wrong? But to the point where you even make a video about how they're the problem and in the video prove for everyone that you are the problem. What was she saying? (laughs) That she's like type A and she doesn't want anyone with any woo woo stuff like meditation. It was just her vibe too. the vibe. was was off. Yeah, she was not a nice lady. I am trying to get my friend to to do a matchmaking service. Oh, Um, and uh, Talkify, I don't know if they're any good, but I, I he was supposed to have a, a meeting with them today, but I didn't hear about it. I'll Wait, have to follow up. Why do you think uh, someone would use a matchmaker? I think if you're really busy, it's yeah. a really good option because dating apps take up a lot of time. I also think if you feel like you aren't good at dating apps or mm-hmm. that you are just like over them and haven't had good experiences with them, mm-hmm. um, If, like, you have, like, an idea that you're, like, okay, I really want to focus and prioritize romantic relationships uh, in a way that I haven't before Mm -hmm. could be a good reason. All Mm -hmm. sorts of reasons. I think they should be way more normalized because, like... In some cultures they are. Like, matchmakers are great. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you have, like... I mean, some people are bad at them, but if you have a good matchmaker, what a wonderful gift. Like, people pay other people to help them out in every other aspect of their life. I feel like in the 80s... And 90s, it was, like, very... Because they had those videotapes that people would send oh, in. Yeah. And oh, they would record. yeah. I feel like they were, like, fine. Like, it was normal then. And then it kind of went away. And then you had, like, Millionaire Matchmaker, which was a Ooh, thing yeah. for a while. And then it kind of seemed like a luxury as opposed to just, like, something that's normalized. I miss personals. Like, personals ads in the paper. Mm-hmm. I think those are so fun. But also... My neighbor who passed away, her she had like a bunch of uh, books of like mementos from her friends who had died. And one was this gay guy who was very handsome. And he, she had a headshot of him. And I was like, was he an actor? And she was like, no, it was for like a matchmaking service. You would go, you would pay to have your headshot in a book. And then women would go or, or other men would go 
and look through the book and say, oh, I like this guy. And they would mark down in the book in a physical office who they thought was cute. Then they would come and mark down who they thought was cute. And then if there was a match, the office would set you up. That's great. But that's also them not really doing anything. That's just them sort of being like a offline dating app. But they also there wasn't really. (laughs) But there wouldn't there usually was like information about the person, too, that you could read, not just the picture. Yeah, but I'm saying they're not they're not putting people together based on them thinking it's good. They're letting people self-select, which is basically just like an analog dating app. I wonder if they also had they steered people towards different types being like, oh, you guys seem like you have similar interests. What do you think? Which I guess I will is also say, what a dating I don't does. really know anyone who's had a good experience with a matchmaking company personally. The mm. only person I know who's done it had a terrible experience, but I also feel like that's too small of a sample size. Mm. And I've talked to matchmakers who say mm. that it's good. But I, I, I would like to talk to more people about it. Yeah, if you directly. if you had a matchmaker and it worked out for you, even if it's like not like if it's like a cultural thing that ha- that happened through a matchmaker in your culture, would also love to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Right in to just between us pod at gmail.com. So, okay, so we're going to blame the OP for not having any friends. <laughs> or trying to be too many people's friends. The OP might have a lot of friends, but they're just trying to be a friend to people online and it's coming off. This is interesting. Aggressive. Put a photo up so they can see they're connecting to another human being. Okay. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. I will say, I feel like. One time when I like reached out to someone I kind of I know, but I'm not like good friends with to be like, hey, like I see you're going through a hard time, like just checking in. She just never (laughs) responded. Well, she was going through a hard time. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) People reached out to you. I remember when you got um, when your fiance left, friends of mine were like, is it okay to reach out to Allison? And then and then a lot of people did. Right. Oh, yeah. That was really cool. I heard from all these people I had heard from in a long time. Yeah. I was just talking to the actress uh, in my movie, and we had basically the same story of buying a house with someone we were engaged to, getting unengaged, and then dealing with the house. Really? Uh, yeah. And I was like, wow, feels good. Feels good to commiserate. <laughs> Has is there's been resolved or there's still – Absolutely not. <laughs> Never buy a house with anyone. Don't ever do it. Okay. okay well, that's – some biased advice. Um, sure. I'm now like to lead us to uh, a subreddit that if we haven't visited before, we should have, which is simply cults. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because Allison has one with her family. Every family is a cult. And if you want to <laughs> understand what that means, please check out my Substack emotional support lady. <laughs> I really thought that that post was going to really reel some people in, get some more paid subscribers. It didn't work. No one wanted to know about that. People are like, yeah, we already know and we hate it. Or they're (laughs) like, I really don't want, I really don't want to have to confront that I'm in a cult. But it is. It's uh, what is a family other than a series of traditions, rituals and customs? And also murdering people. It's sort of a mafia situation. All right. (laughs) Okay. So this cult post is entitled, the cult I was raised in is going to be on Netflix. Kind of terrified face. AOP writes, the title basically sums it up, but the religious cult I was born and raised in is going to be in a documentary on Netflix this month. It's the only one going to be released this month, so you can probably narrow it down, but I'm having mixed emotions about it. 
Even my non-religious friends are very interested in true crime documentaries and got very into Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey and still talk about it despite not growing up religious or with zero religious trauma. I guess I'm glad the truth of the church will be exposed on mainstream media, but I'm a little nervous about some of the conversations that will arise considering I'm not open about my upbringing and none of my friends are aware that I was raised in a cult. They just know my parents are extremely religious. I guess it's a little extra complicated because my parents are still devout members while I'm an apostate. Overall, I'm just super nervous about what it will talk about, what is out there on mainstream media for people in my inner circle to see and learn, and how I should react to anything they say if it's ever brought up, and how this documentary will affect their opinion of me. It would be so much easier to be like, oh, this is like kind of cool and interesting if your parents weren't still in it. The parents still being in it is so awkward. Also that nobody knows. So it's not yeah. like people will be, you know, mindful of the way they bring it up around you or that yeah. they yeah. bring oh, it up so, or whatever. That sucks. Yeah. I think kind of the way to go into it is since people don't actually know, they're not going to change their minds about what they actually think about you individually. Mm. They'll change mm. their, I mean, they'll have thoughts about the cult as a whole, but not you as a person. If you're not connected to it except through your parents, but if you're not actually following it, it's not really on you, especially since you were born into it right. and you got out. Right. Do you think, though, that, like, they, they're going to tell their friends, like, because it, it's much more awkward to, like, have someone be talking to you about a cult that you were in. Have you than, seen like, this documentary about this cult? No, but I'm saying, like, it's it's, like, kind of, it's different to have an omission where you, like, don't tell someone you yeah. were part of a cult because it never came up. Right. You don't feel comfortable. But it's another thing for someone to initiate a conversation with you about that exact cult and to still not tell them that you were involved in it. And so I wonder how the OP is going to navigate that. And also because the documentary itself is not going to tell this specific, the OP's story. And the OP might get defensive about a few things because it's just like a generalization and not be something that's yeah. specific to the OP. And they're like, well, this isn't the OP might like snap and be like, well, that's not how it went or something like that. Yeah. 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 They said, I'm just worried I'm going to be like a zoo animal for spectators to my friends. People love things like this as a form of entertainment. Even me, I'm guilty of being fascinated with true crime because of the psychology behind it and just how crazy it is. I'm afraid of turning into this to the people around me. And then someone yeah. just wrote back, uh, say, like suggested that they just say, I'm not ready to talk about it, which I think yeah. is a good, I, you know. But um, nobody yeah. knows, I mean, though. No, but I'm saying, okay, but imagine your friend comes to you and is like, have you seen this crazy documentary? It's about this, this, and this. And then you have to be like, yeah, I was like in that cult or whatever. But then I would say, okay, then to to the people that are not the OP, generally be mindful of how you talk about certain things because people might, you know, you don't know who's been through what. Like people might, you know, have been involved in something or people. I just had someone where I was using the term incestuous to mean like a friend group. And then later this person said, hey, can you not use that word because I have that in my family and I, it makes me unco- – it's like uncomfortable. And I had never thought about that. And now I'm, I don't think I would use that that way. You know, so like not, it's a – let's like a broader example. But I just think like, you know, sometimes I'm guilty of being like, oh, my God, and this is like funny because it's similar to, you know, using using things that are examples like OJ or whatever. 
without thinking like, oh, maybe someone I'm talking to like has a personal connection to this. Yeah, that's hard though. Cause then it's like, what can you talk about? Well, and then, so then I think for the OP, I think you can say, I'm not ready to talk about it. And hopefully like the friends that um, love you and are respectful of you will will take that. But there are some people who I think, I mean, you have to be prepared that it might be a little bit of a whisper behind your back. Like there might be a little bit of a, even just to say, whoa, like I did OP, did OP tell you, like, is there anything we can do to maybe like make them feel more comfortable? Like people are going to say stuff to each other about it, whether it's positive or not. You know what I mean? So just like know that you can't control that. Well, this other uh, commenter who's also a fellow apostate here, uh, was in a cult in their childhood, said that, um, honestly, this is a good time to be honest with your closest friends. It's hard to get through it alone. When I finally told my people, it was like a weight was lifted. Sure, some people don't get it, but your closest and dearest will and your relationship will be stronger by opening up. That's lovely. So that's interesting that maybe this is a good time to tell people because they can sort of support you through this time when like yeah. there's all this spotlight on it. Yeah. I will say this was posted from five months ago, so they probably already navigated this. Ooh. But for future upcoming cult documentaries. And obviously everyone that we're talking about does listen to this specific show. Oh, yeah. This is mandatory listening. All the OPs <laughs> that post on Reddit, they listen <laughs> and wait for us to give them advice about what they posted. <laughs> Let's do a new subreddit. So I found this subreddit called I'm 14 and this is deep. And it's <laughs> one of my favorite things that I've ever that I've ever seen because it's basically just like things that would have been um, really popular on MySpace or like things that I think people think are really like memes that people think are really saying something like, oh, I gotcha. I'm really saying something. I'm really making you think. I'm really like, I'm actually being like philosophical about life or whatever. Um, and it's not that deep. So okay. this one, I I had to even like tell my boyfriend because it made me laugh so hard. So this is um, CEO mindset. Okay. I hate, I already hate this. You will lose <laughs> a lot of friends when you get serious about your life goals. That's why a Lamborghini has two seats and a bus has 50. Oh my hashtag God. grind, hashtag hustle, hashtag living that life, hashtag luxury, hashtag no, no new friends. Yeah, that's why I only have two seats in my car, too. <laughs> I was crying. I don't know why this made me laugh so hard. It's just like but this thing of like hustle culture, grind culture, like and that, and everyone in your life is not going to understand and you're going to have to leave them behind. And it's like, or is it that you're a, a selfish and bad person? <laughs> <laughs> it's a people on a school bus, which already it's not a city bus. So what did you leave behind, children? <laughs> so it's a school bus. And the people on the school bus are gawking at a yellow Lamborghini on the street. No, the Lamborghini is orange. The school bus is yellow. Oh, okay. Sorry. The Lamborghini is orange. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I had closed the, the thing. And then it says CEO mindset with like a crown. 
And then the and then it's entitled and a cycle only has one seat. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning you by yourself, baby. Ride that unicycle yeah, down the street. You're alone. <laughs> Oh and then someone God. said, who the hell compares public transport to sports cars? Also, it's not public transport. It's a picture of a school bus. So it's a bunch of people on a field yeah. trip. So what'd you do? You drove yourself and your one friend to the field trip at the science museum? I will say the people on the school bus do look like grown adults, though. So I don't know. Is it a school bus? It might be in a different country. They look like teenagers. Or they is look- it... Oh my in god! In their forties, to me, <laughs> it's the bu- it's the bus that takes you for your day trip out from the like recovery rehab center, and like that's and so it's them. And then, but you know what? Those people have friends, and what do you have? A car. And but do one they have friend. friends? But do they have friends? Yeah, they, they have could friends. just be all riding on the bus together. We don't that's know. That's true. They might friends. not be friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's mostly that if you're riding on a bus. You're with a group of people. You might not know them. You might you might know them. You might not. In the Lamborghini, you definitely know the person sitting next to you unless you, right. you know. Right. It, it's not a comparison. It doesn't make any sense. It sounds deep, no. but it's not real. Uh, someone wrote, not going to lie, though. If I became stupid rich, I'd buy myself a bus and take a bunch of friends and their significant others whitewater rafting or some shit with said bus. <laughs> Love that. Cute. Good person. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's a really good call is to, to when you're really rich, buy a bus instead of a, a Lamborghini. You have yeah, that's, you socialism have that's socialism versus capitalism. That's socialism versus capitalism. That's what that is. We solved it. <laughs> okay, whose turn is it for Reddit or not? Is it Allison's? I think Allison, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I will go with my father's... Soul is in my dog's body. (laughs) I feel like this is going to be easy to find. Are you looking, Melissa? Yeah. Well, somebody says, should I take my dog to visit my dad's body before cremation? What? Uh, Why? I don't know about that. Maybe. I don't know. He accidentally eats it. And then. No, dogs don't eat people's bodies. Cats do, though. They really do. No, this is too too scary. What is it? Dog. Oh, no, it's not about there's it's about letting the dog out the house, but not the soul being in it. Oh, this person said, I watched my father's soul leave his body. Trigger warning death. But it has nothing to do with the dog. They need the person needed to leave to let the dog out the house. That's where it is. Oh, boring. What do you mean? They need to leave their dad's at the hospital. They needed to leave their dad's side to go let the dog out before they left. Okay. Dad, saw the soul leave the body. Yeah. They what were like, hey, dad, I got to walk the dog. Dad was like, no problem. I'll die right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I That's like just a gist I read that. out of like, uh, uh, like scanning out of like 200 <laughs> got it. paragraphs. Yeah. Relative soul in dog's body Reddit. Like there's got to be a thing where it's like my dog is my grandma. Yeah. Okay. Soul dogs. It got deleted. I'm pretty sure this is the plot of a movie called Fluke Lives. Oh, I had an idea for um, a, a thing where let me see if I remember the movie idea. It's a couple and they're breaking up and then the dog, the 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 man turns into a dog and then she rescues him and then he. Wins. Yeah, he doesn't. She, she doesn't know it's her ex. 
but she the the um the ex is, has turned into a dog. And then That's gross, Gabe. No, it's but then from taking care of the dog, they heal their relationship and they get back together. I have it's to find it. Like I wrote a, it down. It's longer than that. It's more than that. It's but it's kind of like a ghost. There's a Tim Allen movie with a with dog, that, right? Yeah, but like you shouldn't have sexual feelings and romantic feelings for your dog. No, you don't. You think it's you a don't. dog. <laughs> you don't think you think it's a dog. You don't know it's your ex. I don't like it. The dog knows that you're their ex, and so then they're gonna come and snuggle you, and for them it will be different. Yeah, you, you don't like seen... anything where someone doesn't know who the other person really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't like you that. Hate that. What you're talking. Gabe, you're talking about Shaggy Dog, and that's a remake of a remake of a remake of a remake. That movie's been remade two million Shaggy times. Shaggy Dog? Yeah. No, Gabe thought that this was an original idea that they were going to write. No, Gabe just said yeah. something about a Tim oh, Allen Oh, it's a Tim movie. Allen movie. But I think there was one with Michael J. Fox back in the day, which you would like. Oh, you like Michael J. Fox. Oh, oh, the poster for the Shaggy Dog is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I hate I it. Oh, see. God. Ugh. Look at it. It has human eyes. So it's just sugar. Just it, the dog in the, no, in the seat? In the it's car? It's worse than sugar. No, it's just the fa- No, it's the one with the dog's face. It's just, a, it's just the dog's... No, it's a close-up on the dog's face. In the movie, you see him <gasps> morph from a dog to a man, so it's just mid-morph. Oh, I hate it so much. Oh, my God. My uncanny valley is, like, at a next level. Oh, I hate it. Okay, oh, well, we it. have to wrap this up because Kate. I think I'm going to puke. It. <laughs> it was your idea. So I think I kind of stumped Reddit, despite the fact that it's sort of the plot of multiple movies. Yeah. Um, but so, I don't know if we want to share this. I'll share it with y'all, and then you let me know. I'm Life not recovered from that poster. Tell your family if you die to let your pet see your dead body. So it kind of tags on to that other one that we were talking about. If I die while I have a pet, let my animal see my dead body. Let them see my dead body, please. They understand death and seeing my dead, they left out body, will allow them to mourn. But if I just never show up one day, they'll think I abandoned them. Let my animal see my dead body. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so horrible. That's kind of beautiful. That is beautiful because, like, people will bring the pet to, like, the funerals and then they'll go sit, like, by the body during the... Oh, I can't the, even um, deal with that. Oh That's God. too sad. Yeah. Wow. That's too right. sad. Like the, Sorry the to animal. end on a downer, everybody, but, but also like the, beautiful. It, though, I think it's beautiful because the animal does know. Do animals understand death? Yes, elephants bury their dead and then go visit where they buried them. Did you know that? Elephants what? will also go kill people that mess with them one time. Do y'all, yes. y'all, did y'all hear about that elephant that that this lady did something to an elephant and then the elephant attacked her and then the elephant later showed up at her funeral and then wrecked, wrecked the funeral too? Shut up. That's not true. Yes, they it never is. forget. It's 100 they never forget. It's 100 percent true. Elephants oh never God. forget. Wow, my mind's been blown. <laughs> this has been too long. Did read it. 
<laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back on Wednesday with a full episode of Just Between Us that you can get ad-free access to on our Patreon, patreon.com slash justbetweenus, where you can get eight ad-free episodes plus video content for only $3 a month. Are you kidding me? What a steal. And if for whatever reason you aren't able to sign up at this time, we'll be back on Monday with another full-blown episode of Too Long Did Read It. Goodbye. Oh my God, this is real. Melissa sent the link. Just Between Us is a Gallison production hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa D. Montz and Diamond Mprint Productions. Edited by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. Join our Patreon to watch full episodes and listen ad-free. The link is in the description. And make sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Discord, and Reddit. 